St. Francis of Assisi once said, Where there is charity and wisdom, there is neither fear nor ignorance. Acts of human charity have been documented since the beginning of recorded history. Yet even now, in the most democratic and economically advanced nations, charity is still necessary. Does this mean that charitable acts are failing to affect meaningful change? Should charity even be the responsibility of individual citizens, or is it the obligation of government? Do handouts make people lazy and dependent, instead of resourceful and responsible for their own livelihoods? Is it every man for himself, or are we all in this together? To discuss these questions and more, I'm joined by Stephen Merchant, award-winning writer and graduate of the University of Warwick. Hello. And Carl Pilkington. <sighs> Fuck. Gonk. Right. So, Red Nose Day, Comic Relief, has come round again. Yeah, um, Red Nose Day is obviously the very specific date in the calendar for the whole generic term comic relief, I think. It's it? normally when the uh, telecast happens. Yeah. Um, people know that that's the day when they can uh, dress up, do charitable acts. But of course, Comic Relief is a charity that's working all the time for uh, disenfranchised all over the world. And um, you can go to the website uh, all year round, which is comicrelief.com. I think there's also rednoseday.com, which is uh, if you particularly want to donate for this year's appeal. Are you? Have you always been a, a strong champion of Comic Relief, Carl? Not really. Um, Why was I expecting that answer? No, well, this is, but I mean, we're doing a bit of charity now. We're donating our time. It's not much. It's not costing anything. It's a but I do loads of stuff without going on about it. That's, mm. I don't. I don't think you should shout about the bitch you do for charity because then who are you doing it for? Oh, exactly. I mean, well, this is my thing, isn't it? That uh, uh, there's a lot of people that only do it if it's in the public eye. It's to do it really to be a busybody or to show off or to feel good about themselves. And I suppose that's good and bad. I mean, if it gets you involved, if it does some good. My gift to the world has been you, Carl, to be quite honest. I feel that you're the world I'm now. sure there's people in Africa going, we, we'd prefer blankets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doing a, a Wills charity, isn't it? Is it? Sort of. I mean, if, no, you, if, you make half, if you make a donation to a charity within the will, I suppose that's quite charitable. But Do just mean, giving money to your relatives isn't, is it? Of course it is. Well, they it shouldn't is. Have it. They're they getting shouldn't. something for nothing, but it's... I, mean, I don't know. It's giving something away that you have no use for. <laughs> exactly. I yeah, mean, but, but forget that. It's someone is getting something yeah. when they've done nothing for it, really. Well, it is. It, I suppose it is charity, but charity is usually infused with some sort of altruism. It's it. It's usually to do with um, giving a, a piece of something that is kindly because you could do with it. I mean, not not strictly. I think you can give away something you don't need, but it, it's hardly donating a kidney is it or some of your wages it's like it's not charity on your part because you're literally not around anymore so it's no longer you giving it it's just some yeah, but money I could, that I could either was. give it them or not give it them once I'm dead and I've turned to mush I shouldn't be worrying about Suzanne's mum getting a table but you know well I've, I've called up my dad first why are you said, doing a will for the because show because of this travel thing right, I'm yeah. doing and it can get dangerous you know but after. why have you done a will up to now because you sort of, uh, I don't know, I felt sort of young and free. <laughs> Whereas now I'm... <laughs> never, that's never two words I've associated with Carl. <laughs> no. He's always seemed like a man who's in his late 50s. Yeah, and exactly, And I'm certainly yeah. never, the idea that you're free. It's it, more... it, even if we're just talking about the head alone, it's, it's, <laughs> the, it's the head of a late 50-year-old. Free year of old. hair? Yeah, <laughs> totally free of fucking hair. I'm sort of getting on first name terms with my doctor. Oh, mm. really? 
chatting more. Oh, what is it this time? How's your yeah. middle finger? You Not know. too bad, Carl. All, all that sort of thing. So it's just made me think. Have you had that done for the will, by the way, for insurance? I think and you stuff? need to do for a will. I think you do. There's nothing the on the paper. Exam. No. No. Uh, listen, for insurance purposes, I think you need to have um, a, a testicular exam for testicular cancer. You're just leaving the high risk for t- testicular cancer, actually, and you're you're entering the high risk for prostate. Cancer. And you can have both at the same time. You could have both the at, the same time. at the same time. If he's a very dexterous doctor. Um, I wouldn't want that. Why? Too much like... It's just too, too much playful. going on. It's like someone juggling you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like being examined by Squidly Diddly. And so you said you called up your dad. Called him up. I said, is there anything you want if, <laughs> in, if, I, if I die? Right. And presumably, you know, Suzanne, she's getting the, she's getting the lion's share. She is. But then the fellow who was on the end of the phone talking us through it all was going, oh, you should get married. I was going, oh, shut up. He's saying, well, it makes things a lot easier when it comes to this. And it's like, well, that isn't a reason to get married, is it? <laughs> well. So she can have all my stuff. I said, I've wrote on the bit of paper that she mm. can have it. I'm not bothered. What, I'll be what dead. Did you wrote? What did you wrote? You know, all that whatever's, whatever we've got, she can have. Yeah. Great. Well, that's fine. That's as good as a, yeah. a marriage then, isn't but it? But it's something about um, tax... If you're not married, you have to hand over more. Well, she'll get... Uh, yeah, I suppose if it's money, she'll pay tax on it. Yeah. I think you get so much and then it's like ridiculous tax rate. Yeah. But she's going, you sh- that's why we should get married, I'm going to be paying tax. I'm going, hang on a minute, she's already like thinking about money loss <laughs> instead of me b- disappearing. Yeah. She's going, yeah, we should. And I'm saying, look, you'll be getting a load of money. I said, if I die on this programme anyway, mm. I'm insured, you'll yeah. be getting about a million pounds for that. Yeah. I said, so that's that's something you haven't got now. Yeah. Got nowhere near that now. <laughs> I said, so even if you have to pay tax on that. Yeah. I, I don't think it'd be right to get married just in case I get killed. Well, you are married, aren't you? Really? It's, well, it's then you may as well get the paperwork. No, because then everyone wants a party. Everyone's you don't going, have to have oh, a party, you can go you straight do, down honestly, the registry Honestly, people start going, oh, you should do this. I know it's not a proper wedding unless you do that. Have you also two sets of parents met? No. That'd be good, would it? Well, I suppose it's a reason to, isn't it? At least if you're getting married, there's a reason for them to meet. At the moment, there's no reason for them to meet. No. They'd get on each other's nerves. My dad wouldn't get on with a man. <laughs> Why? Just wouldn't. She doesn't like me, so she won't like my dad. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's just an exaggerated version. <laughs> so, I think uh, it doesn't need to happen. But you could just nip down the registry office, get it done, done and dusted, and you just phone up your folks and say, it's already happened, it's I too said late. that. I said, listen, if we had to do it, I said, if, if it was like, we've got to do it for some reason, mm. I said, I'd do that. You, we can have it done by two, you can be back in work for three. <laughs> because at the end of the day, there's no other, there's no, you know, we've known each other for years. Yeah. We're not going to suddenly turn into some sort of Tom Hanks and Med Ryan film <laughs> just because we've got married. Yeah. It's going to be the same, exactly yeah. the same. Yeah. Except she'd want a joint bank account or something. That's mm. the only other thing mm. that would probably change, and I don't like the idea of that. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Just, I like to know what's going on. There's enough people sticking their hand in my account, charity-wise and all that, without an extra hand going in. <laughs> Who is, happens to be the love of your life. I'm not moaning about it, I'm just saying it works the way it is. You hear about people getting married, and it doesn't last. Adds extra pressure. <laughs> what pressure is it going to add? Um, it's not going to add any pressure. I suppose that you yeah. resent the fact that the only reason you'd be getting married is because she gets your money after your death tax-free. What if you gave her a series of challenges so that she sort of I earned the it, right to have that it money? It just keeps her on her toes. <laughs> because whilst we're not married, it's easy to go, I'm sick of this. 
So mm. it keeps her, it keeps it keeps sort her of, on her toes. Yeah. But it keeps us both sort because of because you're stuff. such a find. She's got to yeah. work hard to keep you, hasn't she? When you, what have you? What, you never do anything in order to sort of maintain this relationship, as far as I can tell. I'm not saying Loads. you're not you're a bad mate, but in terms of I romantic was, Meg Ryan type stuff, wh- right. wh- you never do anything. Me and Jane were out with them and Suzanne the other night, right uh, at dinner, and honestly, he is so so grumpy. He was saying about uh, uh, for Christmas, right? He said, you've had a flaw. <laughs> you've had a flaw. <laughs> now, what did that mean? We had a new floor put in. But how is that her floor? Because she wanted it. But you walk on it too. I paid for it. I don't understand what but you mean. But don't you understand that, like, <laughs> a, 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 you know, a romantic break or a, or <laughs> clothes or perfumes, you know, sort of things that are kind of indulgent for a lady, that's, that's a gift. Not yeah. a new floor. That is like something that you give to some little African fella on comic relief. In fact, I think I saw it once. He didn't <laughs> yeah. have a floor. Exactly. They built him a floor. I, I remember watching it with you, and they gave him a new pair of shoes and the floor. He went, hold on, floor or shoes, not both. <laughs> oh. when, when that tsunami hit, and uh, it was like a month after Christmas, they showed um, that Britain had given two billion pounds, right? And he was going, that's enough. He said, before, they were living in mud huts. Now there's an Arndale centre. <laughs> so, so you think charity is all right as long as the people don't get above their station with charity? I think it should be there as a little little booster. Something's happened that they didn't expect. They're all a bit in shock. I don't think they'll, they'll, they'll feel bad because all they ever seem to do, these countries that are struggling, they never give anything back. Right. They've always got their hand out. Right. And it's been like that since I was a kid. Yeah. I remember being a kid, people mm. knocking on the door, my mum going, don't look at the door, there's someone there. <laughs> <laughs> and we just pretend they were Charity there. starts at home, not at your home. <laughs> no, but because it's all the time. I mean, my mum didn't like answering the door anyway, even if it was the pools man, she'd sort of say, don't move, and he might not see that we're here. So you just froze where a man was at the door. Well, you just, because the front room was near the door, so people right. could see in. Right. So you just sort of stayed there and pretend that either you well, can't so like hear him. some sort of predator, like, they can't see you if you don't move. Well, even if he was peering in through the window and he could see you in there not moving. So he looked through well, and there was three people just frozen, <laughs> right, right, like statues, right, just their eyes looking at him yeah, and well, him confused. Well, not they're th- clearly dead, I'll move on. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there's obviously the been a gas leak. <laughs> <laughs> and did you did you say sitting or stand up or no. did you sort of like throw yourself? No, to we, the just, floor? we just sat. We just sat on on the you know where you were and you just stayed still. But did he ever look in and see? I you don't sit- know because you didn't turn around, did you? <laughs> so you would pretend you couldn't hear the door. It's easy. It's honestly, the amount of times people would come round, it's either. Right. It seemed to be the 80s I had a lot of it because it was yeah. all the Avon thing, wasn't it? It was perfume, yeah. Yeah. Tupperware. What? Tupperware. Tupperware? Yeah, the plastic <laughs> boxes. <laughs> Tupperware! It's, it's dishes for fat people. Uh, here we go. Oh, these are big, because they are. They're for fat fuckers like you to eat out of. There was the pools, man. Right. Just a lot of charity stuff. Just a lot. It seemed to be the time, the 80s, that they suddenly found out they can sort of scav money off people. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot ch- of scaving. So, that, uh, that's why we used to ignore the door. <laughs> I just love this image of you. Yeah. <laughs> you're in silent. the lounge. Yeah. You're having a little boogie. It's Christmas. Someone's yeah. tapping on the glass. Freeze. Freeze. <laughs> they just go, well, we'll move on. Yeah. Nothing yeah, here for yeah. us. Hammer time. 
<laughs> Silence. There's a. Uh, let, let, okay, right. Let's do the scenario. I'm I'm at the door. Hello, I can I can see you in there. You might as well come open the door, Carl. Carl, why are you staying so still? Are you, are you trying to avoid me? <laughs> it's working. Carl, your eyes are moving. <laughs> can you come to the door, please? <laughs> I suppose in the end you've got to move Carl, on. Carl, um, no, I'm gonna stay here. <laughs> I'm just gonna stay here until <laughs> you have to move. <laughs> Carl! <laughs> <laughs> this is the most pointless podcast we've ever done. Me shouting your name and you pretending not to be here. Okay, and I'll move on then. Right. It <laughs> works. Yeah, Works okay. perfectly. Because Brilliant. once they've got you, that's the whole thing with charity. Once they've stopped you in the street, if you've stopped, that's it. Keeps on going. You're handing you're handing something over. Yeah. I mean, the amount of times I've been stopped. I mean, the good thing now is you've got an iPod, so you can just either pretend you're on the phone mm. or listen to music, or just stay very still. <laughs> just freeze when someone says, "Can I trouble you?" For <laughs> oh, he's totally frozen. That would be amazing because they're normally in one spot, aren't they? Yeah. So it's just so they're carrying on they selling, stop and, you, and so you've got you to stay there it, for the rest of it outside waitress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for seven yeah. hours. Yeah. It goes dark. <laughs> well, I'm. I've finished my shift. I'm off. And then you just see you, your eyes just see them walk away like that, and they all meet in their little tunics. And then you start walk. They look back, and you freeze. And then they walk on, and then you can go home. Seven hours late. <laughs> If you would like to donate to Comic Relief, why not visit rednoseday.com? Ever since I was young, I've always liked going in charity shops, particularly because, you know, you can you find sort of interesting old records in there. Never sort of gone in there to buy clothes and stuff, but, you know, books, whatever. And, uh, I was in a charity shop, you know, and I've patronized patronized them for years, and I noticed stacked through the window, there was like a paparazzi guy, and he was taking pictures of me through the window. That was a bit weird. And obviously the old ladies in there didn't have any idea who I was, so they just thought that was a bit strange. And then it was in one of the, uh, the magazines, like the kind of celebrity magazines. It was, oh, here's Steve Merchant. You know, he, despite all the money he must have made from his various projects, he's still going in charity shops. And you just think, but sorry, how is that a bad thing? Like, I'm yeah, sure I'm I giving know. my money to a charity. Isn't that a noble cause? I mean, obviously, that's not the reason I'm doing it. I'm doing it to save fifty p. To save fifty p, of course. But but they don't know. They that. don't know that. No, they you might be going there and going, keep the change, love. You never have said. Never that. said that. Never said that in your life. No, occasionally I'll shoplift. I'm <laughs> 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 no mug. Seventy p. Don't you think that seems frustrating, though? That yeah, but what do you expect? They're, <sighs> what are they going to do? They're not going to say Steve Merchant Heart of Gold, are they? I just thought all these things would slowly accumulate towards the OBE. Yeah, I know. I know. I think you've got to do a bit more than um, yeah. get. Uh, Roger Whitaker's greatest hits <laughs> for 10p. My mum's always in them. And uh, because my mum goes in them, my dad sort of got into going into them now because, you know, the weather's not good or whatever and he thinks rather than standing outside. He he went in one and he was after a jacket. Just like a sort of a, you know, casual but quite smart. Yep. He's quite a big bloke, so it's difficult to find him, right? So he's in there. Sees the jacket, goes, oh, look, here's, here's that sort of jacket that I'm after. Picks it up, tries it on, oh, it fits, it's good, this, isn't it? She's going, yeah, yeah, while she's looking at, you know, a toad that you put money in or whatever. Yeah. Mm. So he gets to the counter, and it's got a price tag on it, eight quid, 
right? So he said, I'll give you give you six quid. He had six quid in his pocket. Yeah. Yeah, give you six quid for that. She went, no, it's it's eight pounds. Now that's wrong, isn't it? That's a that's a good price, and it's six quid. They've got it for nothing. Yeah, and she she wouldn't have any of it. He said, "Surely, surely, something's better than nothing. If you don't give me this for six quid, it's going back on the back on the anger." And they, they said, "No, sorry." Yeah, but they might later sell it for eight pounds. But they might not, and it's been given to them for free. Yeah, so but what does it matter? But the the old who's come not up with the price of eight quid? Who is this? Yeah, they but don't she's know not how much it's She's not there to haggle. She, someone's priced up and she's just a volunteer who's, who's maybe she thought maybe she thought of it that she was losing the charity two pounds as opposed to gaining it six but they haven't, haven't gained anything because he put it back on and how many people want it how many people are looking out for that jacket it might have been the principle she might have thought oh you can't haggle when it's for charity it was a fair price someone i give a lot of stuff to charity a lot most of the time just because it's it's nearer than the wheelie bin is it's just a way of getting rid of garbage most sure. of the time with me. Stick it all in a bin bag, good stuff on the top, the stuff that you're embarrassed about, yeah. stick it in the bottom of the bag. What are you embarrassed Running, about? Just old shoes, trainers. Some of the books you've written. Uh, socks, socks, underpants. Underpants! You do not give underpants to charity. Washed. But who's gonna... <laughs> washed, I know, as opposed to just, like, peeling them off. <laughs> yeah. Well, and to, I don't know why you've got a problem with underpants, but shoes. You see, I've never buy shoes. underpants from a charity yeah. shop, though? I mean, I don't care how low you are on the socioeconomic level. I know. You can get about 14 pairs for a quid in some places. I know. I don't know who's buying underpants. I don't know who's <laughs> buying your underpants. I definitely don't know. I mean, if they were signed... Yeah, That, that is something, that is something I like doing, though. When I've given to charity, mm. I like going past the shop and seeing if it made it in the window. Mm. Any success? Yeah, re recently, the one not far from here had me um, egg cups in the window. <laughs> so it's like, oh, look, there's... What, there's you've our... got a new set of egg cups, so you've got rid of your old ones? Yeah. I um, don't think we've got any egg cups. Haven't you? No. Why I don't not? think so. I don't... You have boiled eggs? Uh, I can't imagine you... It, it would take... T you'd be too impatient to boil an egg, Rick. Well, I, I, yeah, I just don't... It's just those things you think of never buying, you know, like, you know, egg cups, a whisk... No, but you do eventually. I suppose you got to, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's things that were just always there when you grow up, isn't it? That you yeah. have to go and you think, you know, think of. But not second hand, though. But there's nothing wrong. Honestly, it's hardly been. I mean, it's made the window space. That's how good it was. It had hardly been used, that egg cup. Because mm. it was a doubler. And I think they were quite small for the egg size that I get. I think they were made more for the small egg. And I have the large egg. Right. So it was It was never really Just used. like your underpants. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Are you ever been a charity shopper, Rick? Uh, yeah, uh, uh, what I used to do a lot of was um, was records and and uh, tapes and things like that. But it ended up sort of being ironic. It really ended up like getting you know something like uh, Shane Rich's greatest hits, yeah, and things like that. A bit of a dilemma that um, my auntie Nora had. She likes charity shops as well. Mm. Uh, She's got a neighbour. Went out to Graceland's big Elvis fan. They came back. She said, "How was how was Graceland's?" They said, "Oh, it was brilliant. Best holiday we've ever had. Probably go back again. We've got a gift for you, right?" They get out this clock, like a like a little sort of. It's like a Swiss. Do you know the Swiss sort of? Um, looks like a little clock. house, like yeah. a cuckoo clock. Mm. But on the hour, little Elvis comes out the top and goes. Uh -huh. <laughs> so she went oh cheers she's not really into Elvis she's more into Jim Reeves and yeah, uh, yeah. Glenn Campbell and stuff yeah. but what can you say she said oh thanks mm. thanks mm. for that 
She put it in, took it in the house. Maybe they could uh, get attachments. Maybe you get a little uh, Jim Reeves to pop on the spring. <laughs> Change it, anything yeah, you yeah. like. Like uh, So Solid Crew, you can get a little So Solid Crew. And, it, 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 and it, that pops out, or whatever. So know. anyway, it's in the house. She's thinking, I'm not going to put that up. It's not her sort of thing. So, uh, thinks, give it to charity. Of course. She goes down to the charity shop, gives them that, thinks nothing of it, goes off to the pub for an afternoon drink. Mm. Anyway, next day she's going out for an afternoon drink again, passes the charity shop, it's in the wind. Ooh. Ooh. And the chances are her friends are going to pass by. That was a dilemma. Of course. She had to buy it back. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. At a hugely inflated price. For those that are American listeners, Comet Relief here is a sort of, um, it, it happens every other year, and you know, people often do things um, in their workplace or at school, they can dress up, they can raise money in different fun ways, and we were told in a school assembly, it was Comet Relief next Friday, right. everyone has to come along dressed up in fancy dress to school on that day. Has to. Yeah, they said they have to, have to dress up. They said, um, you pay 50p towards Comet Relief, and you have to pay a pound if you don't dress up. Right. That's annoying, isn't it? So, I, of course, I'm looking forward to this, because, you know, I'm a sort of aspiring comedian in that. Get to dress up like a clown, right? Spent wow. quite a lot of time getting the old clown outfit together. What did that look like? The what shoes, obviously, I just wore my regular <laughs> shoes. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But I had the red nose, a wig. Wow. You know, the whole deal. Bow, big bow tie that my mum made for me. Like, you know, I thought this is going to be the best day ever, right? Get to school. I want you to picture this scene, right, during the assembly in my class of 30, School uniform, school uniform, school uniform, school uniform, school uniform, school uniform. Lanky kid dressed as a clown. School uniform, school uniform, school uniform, school. There was three people in the entire school who dressed up. But Steve, you're fifty p. Yes, but then worse than that, it turns out I was furious because I look like an utter dick. Obviously, it turns out that what happened. I don't know whether I'd missed this information, but apparently the headmaster must have had another assembly where he told people that he wasn't allowed to enforce that rule right. about making people pay well, that's good. against their will. Yeah. So obviously no one showed up dressed what, like an utter dick except what, me and what, about two other knobs. What disappoints me is that for a man who was um, a self-confessed uh, uh, aspiring comedian, you chose. The least funny thing in the world to dress as. Yeah, it, clowns are anti-comedy. They suck comedy out of the room. It's not. You're right, and this is from a man who wanted to dress as Hitler at the Golden Globes. <laughs> <laughs> now that's funny. He knows funny costumes when he thinks. <laughs> but you were saying about the guys who bother you in the street. Did I tell you that when I pretended to be foreign to try and get out of that? Did I tell you that story? Amazing. Because I used to, a technique I used to develop at university was whenever people bothered me in the street, I would pretend to be sort of generic foreign. I can't really do a foreign accent, but I would just be like, like if someone asked for directions, I was always worried about giving them the wrong directions, so I would just, sorry, I don't, I don't really, uh, how you say, you know, it's just yeah. kind of vague foreign. Brilliant. And I've periodically used this method throughout my life, and not so long ago a guy stopped me with one of those charity tunics. And I sprang into my old trick. I was like, sorry, I don't, um, uh... An elderly Russian woman. <laughs> I don't know what voice that is. I yeah. don't know what accent it went, it went from vaguely French yeah. to sort of Eastern European beggar. Yeah, I, I don't know what it was. And the guy, and I was like, I don't, uh, he was, well, let's just let me explain to you about it. I, sorry, I'm not from, um, and the guy... This world. Yeah. I am from <laughs> Planet <laughs> Snark. And the guy said, uh... Are you Stephen Merchant? No. Swear Sorry, 
Not when you were famous. Oh yeah. No, you didn't. Yeah, because I hadn't. It hadn't occurred to me. I just. It was like a lapse no! of concentration. God. It oh was a lapse of concentration because. Um, and did your bow tie spin round? <laughs> you squirted in water and ran away. That's what I did. <laughs> no, because I, you know it's one of those things where you know you don't always remember that you've been on the. T- it's not like I That's instantly remembered that. Amazing. So, but look, so he says, "Are you Stephen Merchant?" And I, and then you're at this position where you've got to go. Either you've got to admit what you did. Or you've got to carry on the lie. <laughs> and I chose the second one. <laughs> so I was kind of like, I don't, I don't know who that is. What? I don't know what you're... And he was like, oh God. really? You look a lot like him. I was going, I've never heard. I don't. <laughs> In fact, you are Stephen Merchant. Freeze. <laughs> I'm always getting stopped for... for I mean, there's so many charities now. Anything, I think that's the other problem, actually, that there's so many now. Years ago, a problem wouldn't have been a problem, whereas today mm. it's someone's got this problem, someone's got OCD and we're collecting for that. Right. It's not just starving people anymore, it's everything. Yeah. One little fault, they're out there with a clipboard. Yeah, a lot, of new, bank a lot of new diseases have Definitely. cropped up. Particularly for these sort of rich and famous diseases that, that, that really uh, third world people do not suffer from. So I was in um, WH Smith's buying, probably buying a Valentine's card. Oh, uh, okay. So there you go, you see. So I yeah. do do a bit. And um, Is this the cheapest one you've got, love? <laughs> and I bought, yeah. this, I bought a big bar of like um, Galaxy. Oh, cheaper okay. than a cheaper than a box of chocolates, but yeah, still nice for me. That because they had an offer oh. on, right? Oh, <laughs> this is, this is what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. She's getting a card, isn't this she? This is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I felt awkward because she could see that. Oh, he must have some money. What a big bar of because you could in afford a... some chocolate. Well, mm. it's, it was like an impulse buy thing. Yeah, right. So she's thinking <laughs> he's got money to burn. Yeah. So <laughs> at first, I didn't yeah. know who she There's was. There's a guy over here buying a big bar of galaxy and a, and a, and a small card. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, follow him. So she's dun, there. Dun, dun, I'm dun, thinking dun, she dun, just dun, works in WH Smith's. Yeah. Morning, sir. All right, how's it going? Right. Oh, have you got a minute? Mm. So I'm thinking, oh, is it WH Smith's saying, you know, how often do you buy the galaxy? Because they always yeah. do sort of surveys yeah. and stuff. So That's she fun. said, oh, you like chocolate? I went, yeah. She said, yeah, I'll have a chocolate. Right? Oh. Little chocolate. Yeah. I ate it. Yeah, then she goes, she right, uh, are you aware of the problems in the world? So I'm thinking, oh, what's this? You see, they've been clever there. Yes. I can't say no and walk off without a bit of chocolate. Sure. Right. So, Why don't you freeze? Um, Just freeze. <laughs> 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 We're closing up now. We're closing the shop. <laughs> so I said, oh, yeah, there's loads of problems. I'm sick of it. So she says... Um, no, not yours, sir. There so, are some people who are starving. Yeah, and I explained to her, I said, listen, I said, I've got loads of these charities. Every right. month, right. so my bank account is literally because I, I don't use my current bank account that much. So right. you look at it with a statement. It's like tools for Africa, right? Help the aged, mm. deaf kids. Yeah. Um, there's another one. dot com. Deaf kids. dot com. There's, there's, there's loads. It's tools for Africa when they send people like Carl over to help <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, that is comic relief. <laughs> tools for Africa is another name for comic relief if you watch it. So, um, so anyway, I so said I do all this. She's going, oh, that's very good of you, but you know, w- w- we we need your money as well. So she's saying, just just as much as you can afford, you know, every little helps and everything. I've been here all day. Look, as you can see, I haven't had much luck. It's not that busy in the shop. Blah blah. Oh, all right then, right. So I give her the details. 
she looks at the amount she goes right now the options are we've got you can tick the five pound box the ten pound box the twenty pound box the fifty pound box this is a monthly payment right she said well i'll put you down for a tenner forget the fiver she just leapfrogged that straight, straight away <laughs> yeah. and you can't go back can you because then you feel bad sure to sort of go well you've got a five pound one there tick tick that one yeah she can see i've got the chocolate sort of wasting my money on things that aren't necessary yeah. when there's people dying around the world yeah. yeah i said right yeah tenner fine and you know i filled it all out i left the shop yeah spent more on that than i did on the card and the chocolate Mm-hmm. Right, so you, you spent under ten pounds then, basically. So <laughs> I get I get get home and everything, forget about it. I keep seeing these statements going out. It looks like Gandhi's bank account. The, the amount of stuff I'm giving away for charities. Sure, I forget about it though. Forget it. It's I'm doing my bit for charity. I should yeah. feel good about it. Yeah. Anyway, something kicks off in the world. Right, ring, 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 ring. Oh. Hello, is that Mister Bilkinson? Straight away, I'm thinking, oh, who's this? This isn't good. Yeah. Oh, hello, it's so and so charity. Right. Are you aware of the problems in the world? I said, yes, I am. There's lots of them. Yeah, but have you heard about the latest one? I said, yeah. She went, well, I'm just calling up to say thanks for the donation that you give us every month, but it's not enough. So I said, yeah, well, I think I give enough. I said, you're not the only ones here. I said, yeah. I've got I've got five charities on the go here. Yeah. I said, you know, I've given you what I can afford. Yeah. She's going, yeah, but let me just tell you about the problems. There's so many people missing here. This is bad. These are dying. Da, da, da. I'm going, I know, I know. I've, I was told all this when I signed up mm. and I agreed to that amount. Yeah. The £10 that I said I'm happy to give you, that's what I can afford. Call some other people up who aren't giving you a tenner. Yeah. She goes, no, but we haven't got their numbers, you know, and we understand that you're a supporter of our charity and, you know, just a little bit more will help. I said, listen, I can't. I've given you that amount. If you want, if it's not enough, let's stop the direct debit now. Right. I said, if it's not helping you, let's can it, <laughs> yeah. and I'll give it to deafkids.com. <laughs> I said, because they're not calling up mithering. No. Well, they can. That's a good thing with them. So <laughs> she said, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. I said, well, that's it then. She, and, and she wouldn't let it go. And um, in the end, she got an extra pound fifty off me. Right. <laughs> but that shouldn't be allowed. I think they should have, like, one year where they go, this year, uh, you know... Hungry people. Right. Next year, people with a limp. <laughs> just like they do in, with the China thing, with the year of the cat, year of the rabbit. It's very clear. Yeah. It's that year. That's who we're helping this year. Right. If you've got that problem, it's your year. You're going to have a good one. And who decides? Right. Uh, just have some meeting. Just have a meeting. A with monk, but who gets together in the meeting? Uh, the, what will be the, the first charity. year? So what will be the first year this year? Right, well, we'd we'd look at it and we'd go, right, what, what are we hearing a lot of problems about? And someone goes, so-and-so's hungry. Go, right, are we all in? Are we in to give this lot food? And we're not just going to give so them food. So it's not everyone who's hungry, it's specific people. So it's like hungry... Starving, people who are starving. If someone goes, oh, me, I, I've got, uh, I, I don't know, uh, what's another problem? Adenoids. Me, me kid's deaf. Well, maybe next year. Maybe next year. It's not your turn this time. We can't help everyone at once. Because right. that's life, isn't it? You've got to give and take in your own life. These things right. that I want, I can't have. I do without. Have something else. But that's there's more so important. many causes that. Right. But that's it could what I'm wait saying, 20 Steve. Years before okay. your charity I comes know, around. but what can you do then? Because we're not sorting it all out anyway. I'm paraplegic. Right. Oh, I need out really bad. I'm paraplegic. But so does everyone else. Well, why are you giving it to the hungry now? Because if that? we don't oh. help the hungry now, right? They they can't wait. You can wait. Right. Oh, oh God, I'm blind. Is this a different person? Though? Yeah, I'm blind. Right. Well, you're not hungry though, are you? Well, a bit peckish. Yeah. Well, where's the fridge? 
I can't find the fridge. Can you help me to the fridge? Yeah. Otherwise I'll be hungry as well. I'm blind and hungry. I'm blind and hungry because I don't know where the fridge is. Who's like you in? <laughs> <laughs> but Carl, this this is just it's just a chaotic idea. It's, it's a chaotic not. because people who are hungry, there's there's always going to be people who are hungry. Yeah, but but then you're not going to just because there's always going to be new people. Yeah. yeah, but but I sort the problem out. They've eaten all the food. It doesn't last forever. The but, food, but Carl. I sort it out properly. How do you sort it out? Because I'll go, right, not only are we just giving you food, right. we're giving you some seeds. We're giving you a pan. What, you think you... they haven't Let thought of that? Let me hear the theory, please. Right. Sort it out. Don't just give food. That's going to run out. Right. Give them a proper... You see, the problem is, these companies who jump on the back of all... Do you know when I was in the okay. jungle? Right, when I was yeah. in the jungle, yeah. right? On that travel thing. Yeah. I was in that tribe, right? Now, some company had given that tribe a laptop... Mm. Because it makes them look good. They can send out a press release. Mm. Well done to so-and-so computers. Right. They supplied the tribe in, you know, out of Amazon with a computer. I saw it. They were using it as a breadboard. <laughs> because they don't know what it is. They've got no electric. It's useless to them. Right. And that's what charity does. Right. Companies use it to make them look good. When I was there and I really needed to go to the toilet, I was thinking, ah, oh, tribe, I wonder what their toilet facilities are like, right? Mm. Thinking they might, it might be better than just doing it in a hole. Surely they've built a toilet. They're not stupid people. They kill animals. They know what they're doing. They know mm. how to cook. Surely they've built some sort of unit. Turns out, they don't. They still do it in a hole. <laughs> but some company <laughs> had been there, some plumbing firm, and given them a toilet, mm. right? The bloke who, you know, the producer who was out there, he said, oh, you'll be happy. There's a toilet round the back there. I'm thinking, oh, brilliant. I go round there. It is a toilet, but it's not plumbed in. Sure. So it's just a vase with shit in it. <laughs> It doesn't work, and this is what we need to do. We need to get out there and say, this is how it works. Educate them. Right. Okay, so let's do this then. So it's just with the seeds. You're not giving them a... Um, so I'm a starving African. Hello, Carl. C have you got any food? Got any, got any food? Got any sandwiches? I'm well, I starving. have, but right. if I give you my sandwich, right. yeah. there's someone else behind you, right, and they'll okay. all come out. So what are you going to do then? What are you going to do? I'm going to help you. How? What are you going to do? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you think about how to make food. Oh, okay, right. Uh, have you ever then? grown anything before? No, no. Right, well, no. here's some seeds for oh, potatoes. Brilliant. Oh, thanks, Carl. See you later. Do I just put them in the ground, yeah? Put them in the ground and oh. water them. Oh, there's no water, you dopey cunt. There is some No, water. there's no water, you dopey cunt. That's why we're starving, you dopey cunt. Right, well, at that point, that's where I go, well, this is a lost cause, eh? Right. Because there's no point. Can I have your so sandwich then, after all? No, or you're what? not having it. You're right. not having it now. So, not only can I have a sandwich, you give me seeds with no water, you useless, bald-headed fucking twonk. Right, but all I've done there is made the mistake of the computer firm who's given a laptop to a tribe. Right. It's useless. Right. But there's got to be another way around this. Go on, then. Either move. Right. Because every year they're going to be queuing up saying, I'm hungry, give me a sandwich. <laughs> no, you're not having another sandwich. Once again, it's an <coughs> utterly ill-informed discussion. <coughs> I'm just saying there's no <gasps> point... Queuing up oh. every year. Oh. Do you want a sandwich? Here's oh. a sandwich. But Carl, the next year, can oh. I have a sandwich? Where's your brother? He died. <laughs> <laughs> it's not oh, sorting anything. It's buying him an extra day, an extra month, or something. But it's Carl, pointless. The point is, like Ricky's just flagged up, is that some of these countries, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the conditions, he died. The conditions are not there to just be able to plant potato seeds. <laughs> So what are they meant to do then? Do you think we should go out every every month, every year with sandwiches? Is that your answer, like some sort of buffet, and all you can eat thing once a year? <laughs> oh, oh God! 
<laughs> you see, it is bad. I, you know, I don't uh, want to come across harsh. We, th- they've got nothing. We uh, waste stuff here. Waste annoys me just as much. Right. When I see sandwich shops chucking stuff out yeah. and bin bags binning it, yeah. when there's people out there who are hungry, it's mm. ridiculous. Yeah. But I don't, I don't understand. Right. It's a problem that isn't being so solved. Your, so your conclusion for these people, because there's no water where they are, right, is move. That That is your honest... They should well, move. Well, well, what's your solution? Well, I, I, I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs. I don't, I don't even uh, pretend to know. Um, but, but I tell you, it's not just, just it's sticking a what's that saying? I don't know. It's sort of sticking a plaster over a hole or something, and the yeah. plaster comes off. It's a problem again. <laughs> yeah, that's just, that's it's, the saying. Yeah, it's the same. I think that was Mark Twain. Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> sounds more like candy. <laughs> If you would like to donate to Comic Relief, why not visit rednoseday.com? Oh, I've got to tell you something, Steve, that cropped up when we were at dinner the other night. Carl said the, uh, the most exciting words. He said, I've had another film idea. Wow. Does it star Clive Warren? No, it doesn't. He's gone bigger than that. Well, Carl, turn the film idea. Yeah, but you you slagged it off on that. No, I was just trying to. We're all chipping in, saying, "Well, that you know, they're they're all trying to help." No, Suzanne. You see, you had a go, and then Suzanne thought, "Oh, I'm going to have a go here as well." (laughs) If I'd have told her that at home, she'd just go, "Yeah, that'd be that." But suddenly, (laughs) Jane was chipping in. Everybody was having a go. I didn't see anyone else coming up with anything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they didn't realise it was a script editing meeting. (laughs) Yeah, they just thought it was a dinner. They just saying, "Oh, that you know." No, I'll tell you why it cropped up. I saw it. It was another thing in that free paper. Yep, it was something about you know the way we're advancing fast, right? Mm. Which reminded me of the you know my film, The Love of Two Brains and stuff. Mm. How's that? Go- is that being made yet? Has have you had any? And it, it was just saying, you know, about um, how bodies can get reused in a way. Recycling sure. is the ultimate. What recycling. did it say about that though? Because uh, you didn't, you didn't go into that. What, what it was, was it? it was hinting at mm. bodies being reused. When you say hinting, you well, saw a bit of a headline. Didn't read on. No, what and made the most up in your head? No, it was it oh. was scientists saying in the future. It's that right. old thing in the future. This is what we're we'll do. Do you mean like Frankenstein being reused? Old body parts fusing yeah, together. Yeah, but that was or... all different. It was like a short arm and a long leg, and that. This is a full body, right? So pitch the film idea to me. Yeah, sell it to me like you, I'm a Hollywood executive. Sell me the film, right? Well, I'd probably tell you about the science facts there that okay. I've read. That. Okay, let's start. Let's start from scratch then. Um, ah, oh, thank you so much, Carl, for coming. In. We uh, we heard there was a rumor that you're you're dealing with another a British film company about a thing with a man with two brains with. Um, a guy called Clive Warren we haven't heard of, uh, but Rebecca De Mormo we're very excited about because she she wouldn't be a a, 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 a lot to, uh, to 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 get so that, so the um, we, this film wouldn't cost much. Um, right. So like I say, I've read they're going to be sort of the ultimate in recycling. Mm. If anything happens to the brain, they can reuse the body. Okay. You've got to remember that. Fantastic. By the time this film is made, that's probably going to be bigger news. Fantastic. Yep. Uh, so it'd be great if it can coincide. Okay, no, no, we love the that. Fact we love this sort of research. We love this level of research. It's exciting. So what I was thinking is, um, I'm picturing probably it doesn't matter. It's not as fixed. It doesn't have to be this person. But I'm thinking Tom Cruise. Okay, Cruisey. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Yeah. Um, and the way it works is. Do you know Tom, by the way, or have you got an in there or? No. 
No, okay, but you it, just no, I, you, I think it was the sort of film that would appeal that to Tom. He'd sort of be into. I think it would okay. excite him. Okay, great. Okay. Um, so at the order coffees, did, did um, what did Cheryl get you a coffee? Yeah. Oh, okay, thanks, great. So Are you hungry at all? Do you want to? No, no, great. So uh, Cheryl, I might have a tea actually. Cheryl, if you could. Well, we'll wait for the teas before she comes in. She'll, she'll once, just once sneak in. She'll be, she will be very quiet. She'll be like a dormouse. She won't even know she's coming. Okay. You just, okay. you've got your coffee. Okay. I don't want tea. You don't want anything. No, no, I'm fine. Okay. Thanks. Go. Uh, actually, uh, I will have a tea, actually. Shall <laughs> Two tea, Shell. Thanks. Okay, go. Right. Thanks, Shell. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Is there shut sugar? The Sorry, is there sugar in this, oh, Shell? Okay, shut the door behind you. Thank you. Okay. Go. All the way. Go. Tom Cruise. I got Tom Cruise. That's what I've pictured so far. He, he's just done Mission Impossible 7. Right. Uh, in this film. Oh, in the film. So he's, he's playing himself? No. What you're seeing on the screen is mm. Mission Impossible 7. Like I say, if we don't get Cruise, it can be Born Identity and okay. it can be What's It. Yeah. Oh, so if we get Cruise, he is, he is playing himself... Yeah, and he's just made. And, he's that. D- and in this film, he's just made Mission Impossible Seven. It's the future, is it? This. No, what you're seeing, right, is Mission Impossible Seven on the screen. So I've gone into the cinema, and I think I'm going in to see Mission Impossible Seven, or I'm going in knowing it's this film. Y- yeah, I go- know, so I'm going you know. in to see. Is it, yeah. what, is it, okay, what's this film called? I haven't got a title yet. We'll just call it Carl Pilkington Project Two. Right. Okay. KP2. So you go in. The opening thing is Mission Impossible 7. You're thinking, I've this seen this. Yeah, I've seen I thought it was just KP2. Yeah, I'm confused. KP2. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, uh, excuse me. Uh, well, um, I, I was, I came here to see Shh. KP2. Shh. No, no, this is not the film I came to see. I'm talking Shh. to the usher. I'm talking to the usher. No, this is the film. It just, what you're seeing is Mission Impossible 7. I don't understand. Right, listen. So, so what happens is, then it, it sort of pans out. You yeah. see it's a telly. Ah. There's a bloke watching Mission, Mission Impossible, Impossible 7. 7. Right, his girlfriend's watching it, going, oh, "I love Tom Cruise." Yeah, he's there, going, "I can't be doing with him." It's so it's set in the future, though. This because we're assuming that he's made seven. So this is a yeah. How far in the future is it? Well, like, when will Mission Impossible uh, Seven be made? I don't know. Probably about two years the way it's going. Right. So yeah, two thousand and thirteen. Okay. Right. And this is already this is underway. Then is it this this a practice of recycling the body? Yeah, yeah, by then. It's well known that it's out there right. as, a, as a scientific... Let's not get bogged down in all... A lot of these things okay. we can iron out, mm. as I say, in the script. So you see Mission Impossible Cheryl, 7 on the screen. are any of those biscuits still knocking around? Do you want to do this meeting? <laughs> yes, I do. Sorry. Sorry, Sorry he's a bit... Sorry. He's easily distracted. Sorry. But I will have a biscuit as well, Cheryl. <laughs> um, so, okay, I've been watching the film. I've, it's Mission Impossible 7. It's pulled out. There's a guy in his room in his lounge His girlfriend's with his girlfriend. watching it. She's yes. loving it. She's a fan she of Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. Right. right. He's a little bit niggled. He wanted to watch something else. Sure. She decided on the DVD. Mm-hmm. He sat there annoyed. I can't be right. doing with Tom Cruise. I can't believe they've made seven of these films. Right. He's a rubbish actor. I right. should be the actor. You know, ah. I've been doing acting for years. But he's not an actor. He's Well, he is. Okay. But he hasn't quite made it. He's, he's in pantos. He's sending a lot of demos off. But he's just it's not funny being seen. This, I remember this is one of our notes to make it more plausible, this film, because you didn't have him as an actor before, did you? Yeah, well, this is how it works, isn't it? Right, interesting. Yeah, well, th- you two don't know about that meeting, do you? Right. Okay. So right. So that. he's a he's a struggling actor. Hmm. So what happens is next day they get up, right? Yeah. She's still going on about Tom Cruise. Loves him. Thinks I'm sick of him. Right. She loves him. Do I 
biscuits gone in my tea. I left it in there too long because oh, he put me off. Just hang on, let me just think. Twat. Can I get the spoon, please? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Biscuit. Yeah, yeah. Do you like oh, it's yeah, all gone. It's all soggy. That's soggy. Cheryl, can we get some more of those biscuits in here, please? Do you want, do you want to weer more? Or? Yeah, I'd love to yeah, hear no, more, please. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. conscious we... that Colin Firth's coming in. He's won an Oscar, so... And uh, he's got a, uh, an idea yeah. about um, a, a, a prince with a right. cleft palate. Anyway, listen. So, um, what happens is he gets so annoyed with his girlfriend liking Tom Cruise. Mm. He, um, he plans to kill him. So he plans to kill Tom wow, Cruise. This is new. I've now this, this man is a driving actor. He's obviously based in the UK because he's in Panto. So he flies to Hollywood. Now the equivalent of of that. Oh, he's based in the, he's based in yeah, America. Yeah, he's a bit part player. Yep. So uh, he sees Tom Cruise. He kills him somehow. Now it's some way. Right? How does he kill him? Because this is all new to me. I yeah. don't want to put everything because down again, on paper. This is just the, a rough idea. In the original idea. pitch in the restaurant, Tom Cruise just dies on the set of Mission Impossible <laughs> oh, Seven. See, right? Yeah. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right, that's right. Okay. Oh, hang on. So okay, right. he dies in the film in Mission Impossible Seven. They're doing right. that thing on the strings. Right. He cuts. He lands. Right. His body is in perfect condition. So but it's how is she watching the film? the film? Yeah, did they put it out even after Tom Cruise no, died? No, no, sorry, he was filming Mission Impossible 8. So he's, okay, so... He's they, filming the next they, one. They film the next one, Mission Impossible 8, okay, sure. He's, he's annoyed, he's going, I can't believe they're making more of these films. Right. I can't get a gig, and yet yeah. they're churning this crap out. Yeah, okay. So, he's on his springs. On his wires, yeah. On his wires. Yeah. An accident Spring happens. sounds better. <laughs> he's bouncing around. <laughs> Like a baby growth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. The strings cut, smash, <laughs> Tom Cruise, dead. Right. Right? Right. The bloke hears this on the radio, on the news. Yeah. The, mm. the girlfriend's fella. Mm. Hears it on the news, he can't believe it. He's like, yeah. Ooh. Takes his eye off the road a little bit in the celebration. Mm. <laughs> Truck ploughs into the car. Right? So he's killed as well? Well, is he? Okay. Oh, okay. Little interlude. Fades up, um, comes out of. You're seeing it out of his eyes. You see his eyes sort of opening. You know when you're seeing yeah, it out yeah, of the yeah, eyes, yeah, you see yeah, the yeah, eyelids, yeah, 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 yeah. and you see his girlfriend there, sort of looking at him like a bit, bit startled. Sure. Oh, yeah. And he's going, "Oh, what happened?" And she's going, "It's all right, it's all right." And he's going, "Oh, get me a mirror." She's going, "I don't want to get you a mirror yet." Oh, okay. Hold on. What's going on? You've you've had a bad accident. Oh, probably terribly uh, disfigured as well. This is what he's thinking. Oh, how yeah. bad do I look? Scarred, you know, burnt. You know, yeah. you fancy that Tom Cruise. I'm, I'm like on the other way. She's going, it's all right. It's all right. All right. Uh, it can't be relevant, though, that Tom Cruise was killed at the same time. I don't, I don't need to think about Tom Cruise. I'll put him out of my okay, mind. Go on. Put him out of my mind. Anyway. What's he going to look all like? All mirrors out of the room and everything. He's just learning, right. to, yeah. learning to walk. He's going, why can't I look in a mirror? And the doctor's going, yeah. no point. Yeah. Right, no okay. point. You've got to get used to this body. What do you mean? It's great that Tom Cruise did just did a small cameo at the beginning of this film. This is good as well because we're seeing it through the. What's the voice like, by the way? The bloke's voice. <laughs> it's the same. Just the same as it was, oh, was earlier. It? Um, so he's and so the whole thing is through his eyes. I haven't seen his face. No. Then he gets walking. It's yep. almost time to go home. Yep. His girlfriend comes in. Yep. It's her job to. Tell him the, the, the new news. Oh the my shocking God, what news. is the news? Um, she says, There's a mirror looking there. He looks mm. in it. Yeah. He's Tom Cruise. Right. Because he had his accident on the set. He yeah. had the accident. They ended up in the hospital. Right. Quick, quick. We've got to act quick. This is the time. This is the future right. where they use where they can use body bodies, again. all the rest of it. So Tom Cruise is dead. Tom Cruise dead. 
this but bloke he's, Brian. He's body, his, his, his body's squashed, but what's his name? Brian. Yeah. But Brian's brain is in Tom Cruise's body. Just a donor body. He just happens to. Just look, happens to. That's how yeah, it is. It's just, just, just meat. It's just, just like top. like a lung donor, exactly. a heart donor. Yeah. It's so, just so it's timing. just Brian. Uh, he just looks like Tom Cruise now. He's got Tom Cruise's flesh. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Now, right. at first, initially, he's annoyed. But his like, voice, going, the Tom voice Cruise. is still the same as his was, even though it's got Tom Cruise's he's mouth. He's got a bit of both. A little bit different. Who's doing but, uh, okay, sorry, just practically, who is doing the voiceover then for the... It's Tom now. So he's Tom's acting. sort of doing an impression of the, this actor... Brian's like, inside Tom. His yeah. name is Brian, but when you look at it on the telly, when the camera whooshes round... Yeah. And you see him sat in his bed. It's Tom Cruise. Sure, right, okay. His girlfriend's over the moon because she loves Tom Cruise. Right, right. he's gutted because he couldn't stand him. He can't stand the films. He's thinking, yeah, oh. but he must be thinking, I look like Tom Cruise, one of the most loved actors of his generation. Yeah. Yeah. No, you think so, blow. but he's not because he's in shock. Remember, right. he was expecting to see himself, and when he looks in the mirror, yeah, he sees no, it must someone be else. shocking. Yeah. So also the voice he's going. Weird. I can't stand this, and she's going, calm down, calm down. You'll get used to it. You don't want to get used to it. And uh, she's sort of saying, look, you're alive. Right. Stop moaning. Yeah. Brian. Stop moaning, Brian. Um, she's calling him Brian, I assume. She says... And yeah. Tom Cruise just had a sort of donor card that allowed his body to be given away, did it? Yeah, it's the future. Right. This is, this is, this is 2013, Steve. <laughs> Things have changed. <laughs> Clearly. Right. But What's his girlfriend's name? Claire. Claire, Claire and Brian, okay, great, just a different body, just a slightly different look. Alright, so, like, yeah. he's seen that he looks like Tom Cruise, he's shocked, but he's getting used to it? He doesn't look like him, he is him. Okay, No, right. he's not him, he's Brian, isn't he? Yeah, but to most people, it's, yeah, 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 when, he he leaves, when he leaves the hospital- They go, alright Tom, I thought you were there. They're all going, it's Tom, it's Tom, and he's going, really? oh yeah, and he's going, oh, I knew this would happen, it's doing me head in. Are they a paparazzi? Do they, the paparazzi no, think it's Tom? No, no, no. Oh, Let no him pups. explain, sorry Rick, because okay, so you heard this, so I want to hear though. this story. This is weird though, because it, 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 so he looks like Tom Cruise. So he wheels out, he's in a wheelchair, Okay. he's going, I'm sick of this. Uh, the other patients are going, Tom, I thought you were dead, and he's yeah, going, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's annoyed, he gets in the car. He gets out there, right. and he sees a poster up on the side of the road right. for Mission Impossible 8. It's, hold on though, it's finished. I thought he died while they were filming It's not it. finished. But now, these days, he's shouting about films before they're made. <laughs> okay, it's right. like Lord really? of the Rings, isn't it? Yeah, they're going, Lord of the Rings is in the making. And they're wow. going, brilliant, and all the hype they and everything. they put a poster up, even that after... Seems premature. No, the poster yeah. was already up. That seems premature, up. given that no, a well, man coming... died during the production. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I'd have, popped, I'd have taken the posters down. No, <laughs> But then all... I don't work in Hollywood. <laughs> right. So the poster's up there, and he sees it as he's right. in the car driving past. Yeah. And he thinks, that can't, that can't be finished. Doesn't make sense, yeah. They both look at each other. This is your chance. You want it to be an actor. This is the chance. Yeah. Right. Go back to the studio. So he goes in, hello, you don't know me. And they go, oh, we think we do. And he go, no, you don't. I'm Brian. Tom right. died on your film set. Well, they must know that. They must know <laughs> that, Tom that Tom Cruise, Cruise is dead. Because his family must have been All right, if you, if you want to, it makes no difference. We can tweak the script. Right. <laughs> You are, because before he was a plumber, by the way. <laughs> it was a plumber who was turning up going, I'm going to finish Mission Impossible 8. <laughs> so that was the best. I much prefer that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. And I can sort out your lavatory. You get, you get the idea. Right, no, no, we don't get the idea. So this is, Brian has turned up looking like Tom Cruise. He said the film company, right? Who must know that Tom Cruise died on their film set. What were they going to do? When they, they would have had to wrap it up. 
They would have well, had no, to what, say... You said they put the, the posters are up. <laughs> yes, the posters are up before they've even finished filming So they're cancelling the film until he walks Basically, in? Basically, yeah. Oh, so they are cancelling the film? They're cancelling it. Okay, so, um, we're afraid that, um... Uh, production has stopped on Mr. Bustle uh, 8 due to the death of Tom Cruise. Hang it's on a stopped. minute. What? I'm Brian. Uh, the, who's Brian? Oh my god, you look exactly like Tom Cruise. Oh, have they done that thing where they put Brian's brain in Tom Cruise's body? Yeah. Ah, oh, but it's not Tom Cruise, you can't act like him. I'm, a, I'm an actor. Yeah, but oh, he was good because he was like one yeah, of the best actors. He's not that good. I never rated him. Yeah, but a lot of people did. And he's yeah, got a lot of people didn't. So right. let me bring in a new audience for you. Eh? I but can bring can a bit to this. Right. So the okay. so the film people. So just tell me what happens. Do they sign up the the the, the new guy? They but sign is up it in Brian? the news? It must be in the news. That but Tom are they Cruise pretending died? that it's really Tom? No, and they that can't Tom do survived? That. They can't do that. No. But they're quite unscrupulous. So these they've Hollywood told people. the world that Brian is taking over. <laughs> Brian, right? He used to be a plumber, this but is it's Brian now. Brian has no surname. <laughs> Brian has no He's like Madonna or Cher. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> so Brian, right? Is that Brian? Above, with a, it's above the title. I Brian bet, in. I bet, I bet it's Brian with a Y. Brian right. with a Y right. in. Brian. Mission Impossible Eight. This won't work. Where's Tom Cruise? It's not the same. So this, of course, gives it a boost because right. Um, well, the flagging franchise has been rejuvenated. The, the yeah. press, the news that's yeah. out there. Yeah. Tom Cruise and his new film. Well, it's not Tom Cruise. They can't say that. Well, it is, though. When you look at him, you go, oh, it's Tom Cruise. Well, no, you've got to say a bloke that looks like Tom Cruise. The body of Tom new... Cruise. Yeah. The acting of Ben Kilbryan. In a new movie. Mission Impossible 8, starring <laughs> the bones and skin and stuff of Tom Cruise with Brian's Bray. <laughs> forget Do it. you like the... You like... <laughs> Do you like Tom Cruise's face, but not his acting? <laughs> then you'll enjoy Mission Impossible 8. Oh, Mission Impossible 8. <laughs> From the people who brought you the first seven, and the hair of the bloke who was in the first seven, but with Brian doing all the lights! It's Brian! It's some gun I've never heard of! I'm not the seventh sequel! No, wait, sorry, I really want to hear the ending of this story movie. Please let right. me ask questions. You've had, you had your chance to ask him questions. Right. So where are we? In a sort of 90 minute running time of a movie, where are we now in the film? Are we about two thirds of the way through? We're close, we're close to the end. Okay. So Mission Impossible 8 has been made. So what's the end of our movie? Not of Mission Impossible 8, but the movie you're making. What's hmm. the ending there? Um, Do we ever get to see him in Mission Impossible 8? Yeah, but I think what happens is... Hmm. Um, he becomes the person who he never liked. Right. And it's, it's, I just want to get across the moral that who are we? Are we the, the people in our body or the people we look like? Hmm. What's important in life? Hmm. Is it the way you look or the way you think? And he, be, he changes because he looks like Tom Cruise. He becomes the man he never liked. But you see, to me, just from the hmm. outsider's point of view, even if I was to accept all the other premise of this movie, which is clearly horseshit, <laughs> what would have been more interesting is that they don't tell the world that it's a new guy, that they tell the world it's Tom and they've brought him back to life. Yeah, love that. That seems more interesting because he, he then dropped, dropped there's the tension, they're lying to the world, and this guy, he want, he's getting the glory that he mm. always wanted as an actor, but he's lying, and mm. that's a more interesting tension. Is he going to yeah. declare, actually, I'm not really Tom, I'm Brian, I've been lying to you all, and it, that seems like a more interesting dilemma. Instead, you've got, 
we've brought back the walking corpse of Tom Cruise <laughs> with another man's mind. I mean, but I think if the whole world's accepting of that, <laughs> yeah, no, but you yeah. do want to see that. I think you. I think a lot of people would just want to see it for that morbid factor of my God. Yeah, but you're saying, but this is. You mean they want to see your film because of this morbid factor? Yeah, this is a fiction. This is a fiction. This didn't really happen. You mean the final act of the film is us seeing Mission Impossible 8, starring the real Tom Cruise playing just his own cadaver, and, I mean, it's an Oscar-winning performance from Tom. I don't know how he's keeping in check who, who he is. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, what's his girlfriend think of this? Who's? Brian's. She's loving it, isn't she? Because it's, it's, she always liked Tom Cruise. She's over what did Brian look like, just out of interest? He's just sort of, um, sort of an older looking. Well, who would play him? Who would play him in this film? Probably. This has got to be American. I'm not. Pro- um, what's his name? The bloke who was in Cheers, probably. Ted Danson. Ted Danson. Ted Danson. So Ted Danson <laughs> is Brian. So Claire, right? <laughs> this is so confusing because Ted Danson's supposed to be someone that we've never heard of, even though he's Ted Danson, and Tom Cruise is playing himself, the famous actor Tom Cruise, who is now inhabited Ted by Ted Danson, who's Ted not Danson. Ted Danson. <laughs> Ted Danson. Ted Danson as Brian. <laughs> Ted Danson as Brian. As Tom Cruise as I'm Ethan Hunt in Mission Impossible 8. <laughs> wow. So, have you got a title yet? No. No, I just wanted to know if you're in. Surely the wife of Brian. <laughs> the wife of Brian. Who's played Claire? Uh, I, well, I'm, I'm, I'm up for you, you know, that's why I've come to you. I thought you'd know. an obvious suggestion. Okay, so, Rebecca okay. De Mornay. Okay. <laughs> she is so hot after the love of a brain or whatever it was called. You wanna go where everybody knows your name is Brian. (laughs) Well, that's about it for this um, special free guide to, in aid of Red Nose Day, comic relief. If you have enjoyed this, or even if you haven't, please make a contribution, big or small, to comic relief. You can visit rednoseday.com to do that. We'd appreciate it. Little Richard Curtis would appreciate it. Mm. He's definitely going to get an OBE at some definitely point, if not now. a knighthood. Yeah. Give him both. Carl, look at it this way. Supposing people come to this, they haven't, they don't, they didn't like The Office, Extras, me, Steve, Idiot Abroad, The Ricky Gervais Show, didn't like any of that, but they thought, hold on, they're doing something for charity, I'll check this out. They've had a whale of a time, they've laughed at everything, they're going to go and buy all the guides still available on iTunes now. That, that is shameless. <laughs> also, I'm doing a live stand-up comedy tour at the end of the year. You can check out the details on rickygemaze.com. Ah, <laughs> oh, just do something for charity. Or not. It's up to you. So, it's goodbye from me, Ricky Gervais, and thank you. Goodbye from Stephen Merchant. Goodbye. And from the little round-headed buffoon that is Carl Pilkington, it's a goodbye. big thank you to Positive Internet. Those guys make these little free podcasts possible. Good guys.